It's recording. Oh. <clears throat> there you go. Yes. <laughs> Reintroduction. Ready? I'll do it. I'm on. Wait, no, it's my turn. No. I'm no. just kidding. It's your turn. Oh. Welcome to the Craft Heads Podcast, everybody. Uh, this is, if you're, you're first time joining us, this is the podcast where my best friend, Tommy, and I, of 20 years, have to plug that every time. I, it's so good. We talk about, we have a cocktail or a beer or wine, something like that, some sort of libation, and we do some shout outs, local love, places we've visited, businesses we've been to, and then we have some sort of a topic that we dive into usually. And without further ado, I, we, we have a lot to cover tonight, so I'm going to, before I tell you about the topic, I'm going to do our shout outs and... In order for the people, the times that I met these people, Dylan at the Porter in Little Five Points. I realized, I don't know why, whenever I talk about the best restaurants in Atlanta, at least places I love going to the most, I don't think about the Porter and I should start doing that. Have you been to the Porter? No. And how close is it to Victory? Or not Victory, um, uh, Vortex? Very, very close. Okay. Like is down it, the street. Okay. Across it, the street or on the same side? I, I think it's on the, uh, the same side if I'm visualizing it properly. But they have zillions of beers. They have a beer vault in the basement. All Ooh. that crazy shit, dude. And like I had a I had a mead there. It was a peanut butter and jelly mead. It was just like Oh, I saw you post that <coughs> on When in Atlanta. I'm going to post it. Alex has a, um Instagram account uh, modeled after it. Good friend and business partner Jake Kurtz's uh, Instagram account called Win in Tampa, which has multiple thousands of followers. Like Fifteen or twenty. 000, Fifteen or yeah. tw- so. It's I mean it's it's not even a micro influencer account. It's an influencer's yeah. account. Yeah. Uh, Alex is starting the same thing uh, in Atlanta called Win in Atlanta, where talk uh, pictures of local eateries and breweries and um, sights to see. Sights to see. Stone in Mountain Sunset was killer. That was, was really a good, good. one too. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you had posted that peanut butter and jelly mead. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, uh, it and when so I go down good. to Tampa next, I'm going to that meadery. Yeah, I'm gonna go crazy. Meadery. Oh my god. With a D, not with a T. Yeah, so meadery. Um, Daniel at Gilly Brew Bar, which is not beer, but like craft coffee. It's in Stone Mountain, like downtown, and super cool, great drinks. But my favorite part is it's like an old big southern house and you just go into it and you can sit on the porch and show. it's a really good place for people like me who work remotely to go hang out and you know get a latte and work so thanks daniel love your establishment and how many also, days a week are you working out of your house um outside of your house i would say at least once sometimes twice okay yeah that's it, awesome. ju- it just depends on you know what i'm feeling for a full eight hours oh no I mean, I don't know. There's no schedule to it. Okay. Sometimes, at one time, I worked at Tara's work for like half the day because mm-hmm. I went and saw her for lunch. And the last one, we just went to see uh, Steel Panther at Buckhead Theater. And uh, Emily was the, the bartender there. And she was super awesome. And they had some really good uh, good beers on tap, including, what's that one? Is it Unibrow or something? like? I don't know how to pronounce it. I know that sounds funny. I need to fix that. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. They have like La Fine du Monde and all that stuff. Some really good beers. But anyways, that was a great time. Your picture looked amazing from that. Great segue. (laughs) Thank you, Blake. We ran into these two gentlemen on the street outside, and we got these amazing pictures uh, with them and the whole gang. We were all decked out. I was wearing mascara, yada, yada. I saw it, and I was like, is that mascara? Oh, hell yeah. And shadow and everything, but... We, we went full heavy metal for it, and uh, I gave Blake a business... I didn't know his name was Blake, but I gave him a business card, and I was like, can you please send the pictures to this email? That way you don't have to exchange phone numbers. And uh-huh. he sent it the next day, and I was real happy. Nice. And his name was in that, so thank you, Blake. Well, then hopefully he'll listen to this episode. 
Exactly. Now, Tommy, <laughs> even though I introduced him to you, we've been saving this as a surprise. Why don't you introduce our guest? Craftheads uh, family, we have a guest on the podcast who I have never met before. And I met him about 10 minutes ago when him and Alex walked into the uh, apartment and brought me food. Ladies and gentlemen, Red. Well, how's it going? I'm shaking his hand, and he's got a strong, strong grip. Uh, I, this is this is a red that we've mentioned on the podcast a few times before, and I have said your last name was Red Paul, and apparently, and I don't I don't know why, but it's stuck, and that's forever going to be your name to me, Red. And that will be okay. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about you, Red. How did you How did you come in to meet with Alex, and uh, why are you here today? Well, there's an origin story nice. on a podcast not too long ago, but. Me and Alex worked together. <clears throat> Turns out Alex is a, an okay dude. And we got along just fine. At our last job that, that I left for, for Brick Media, uh, Red is still working there. Yep. We'll get more to that. I also... Sucking the man's dick. Yes, <laughs> exactly. We are... Let's, Red will fit in just fine with us. Absolutely. Let's do the drink, and then I'll say the topic. And you guys are basically just going to roll with it, and then I'll do my input later on but i want your immediate input okay so i just poured a very crafty beer i said a couple episodes ago i was going to do a three taverns decatur brewery beer and this is what i've been saving Mm -hmm. you guys tell me what you smell what's it called this is called three taverns midnight snack okay cheers cheers this is just red and i drinking this one definitely chocolatey oh yeah sorry red i put the spotlight on you it's all right Mm. i'll live I already know something that's for sure in here. Hey, would you like to be the face of the episode, Red, with that? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. One take. I already know something that I that I can smell in here immediately, and I'm wondering if Red is. I don't. I don't have the gift of of taste and smell like the normal people. <laughs> you don't have the sense <laughs> of a taste. You don't. You can't. I can't smell very many things due to my allergies and stuff but what are you i mean allergic I, to i was just pollen but i can oh, i can okay. never fully breathe through my nose no matter Ugh, what it sucks like yeah. that's as good as it gets <clears throat> do you have you ever had both nostrils clear at one time in your mm-hmm. life yeah that sucks and you never you you never take it you take it for granted until you, once you get sick one nostril's plugged up and you're yeah. like trying to fall asleep that's, and you're like why didn't I just really enjoy whenever both nostrils sunburn is another one like that. That's when true you're too. not sunburned, or when you're sunburned, you realize you take not being sunburned for granted, just sickly or feeling uh-huh. ill in any way. So I can I can I make a guess here real quick? Yeah. Um, there's like hazelnut in here. Yes. I had a, I have a nose for hazelnut. I guess yes, you do. What it's just, am I supposed to be getting some more? You can if you want. I mean, it's when I tell <clears> you, you're gonna say, oh yeah, it tastes like all of those things. This, this shit is. Heavy coffee. It, look, it looks like motor oil. Yeah. Um. It's a coffee milk stout mm-hmm. with hazelnut, chocolate, and cherry. Okay. I mean, this stuff. I is, got the chocolate. It's a heavy ass, amazing beer, <coughs> and it's eight percent. So it's no joke. It's good. Look how black that is. On I top. would never want to throw this up. No, because <laughs> this would rough. look horrible coming out. You know, it's kind of funny. Hmm. I don't even like dark beers, and this is actually really good. Right. Stick with us, Red. Yeah. <laughs> we'll introduce you some good stuff. I, I know y'all had the the gray one. The gray... gray Lord Grey? Earl Grey. Yes. Yeah, Earl that Grey. shit was amazing. Have y'all had Rapturous? Yes, mm. I have. That is one of my favorites. Yep. Drink that about 7 o'clock in the morning after you're hungover. 
life is great again. Yeah? yeah. It's just, it just gives you enough of a Oh, yeah, and it's got, some, it's got some fizz to it, uh-huh. and it's just like, oof. We call it breakfast beer for a reason. Yeah. Okay, so that's a, that's a really good quick segue. Do you guys have go-tos for hangover cures? I don't do that. I feel too guilty about it. Not, I'm not saying that you have to. It has to be hair of the dog, but just oh, go to hangover. Cheers. I went right to hair of the dog. Yeah. Um, honestly, I do. First of all, I, obviously, not only do I try and hydrate, but I used to try and be the hero because I felt so bad. I'm like, I just drank myself to death last night. I don't want to put more drugs and chemicals. And I did that for years. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I was like, I'm getting older, and they're getting worse. Mm-hmm. One ibuprofen. Ah, that's all I need. Just one. Yeah, just one. And it does the trick. Yeah, it does. Wow, interesting. That's pretty good. <laughs> as, as like one ibuprofen and and a lot of hydrating. Uh-huh. And like, if I can eat some healthy stuff, you know, or like a like a crazy crafty juice, I'll do that. Not that's not fine. you wouldn't do like a burger, a greasy burger. Oh, I feel sure. like that's helpful. Yeah, I, I definitely I like a big greasy meal as much as the next guy when it comes to a hangover. But um, as far as like getting rid of that headache, go because that's my biggest problem. I'm almost never ever. I could count on one hand the amount of times in my life I've been sick the day after, uh-huh. but. He- headaches the day after dozens yeah so i've i've seen you several yeah. times yeah red my if i'm hungover it's because my stomach is so messed up from all the ipas and or vodka mm-hmm. i've been drinking yes so <laughs> those are your two go-tos you're an ipa and vodka guy yeah okay and ipas really fuck up my stomach <laughs> yeah but i still love them okay but just like monday i was hungover monday from back-to-back weddings and i went to the dentist and I, my stomach was just ripping me a new one and i was like <clears throat> right by Starbucks, and I was popped in there. I was like, I don't feel like drinking anything hot. And I got a, a mocha frappuccino. It was the gayest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Can I have a mocha frappuccino, please? Yeah. And she was like, oh, you're my first one. Well, it's 50 degrees outside. Of course, I'm going to be your first one. Yeah. But it helped yeah. for a little bit. Totally. And my, my girlfriend gets – she is she probably keeps virtually one store of Starbucks in business a year. That's how much she spends there. <laughs> Um, but she always gets like some sort of frappuccino, rarely gets the hot drink and just to make things easier. And if I'm feeling a coffee, I'll just, I I don't, I never get my own order. I just say, give me two, like just get another one of whatever she's getting. Nice. And they always are pretty good. She'll get like stuff with almond milk and, you know, sugar-free stuff. So I know it's not too horrible for me. Yeah. But, and that's good because you can really rack up some insanely wasteful calories oh, yeah. with those kind of drinks. All right, so you said coffee, like a, like a cold coffee. A cold coffee, coffee yeah. You're, more, you're a one ibuprofen. One guy. ibuprofen and water. Yeah, lots of water. Oh, yeah, lots of water. Some Pedialyte. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pedialyte's been a good go-to for me lately. Life hack, go to Walmart, go obviously to the baby aisle, and you can get eight powders, and I think it's 10 bucks. There you go. And a you Pedialyte? Just mi- yeah, and you uh, just mix it in 20 ounces of water. I just like getting the the bottle of Pedialyte, like the big fat one, but it's way too concentrated for me. I'll put like one fourth Pedialyte, three fourths yeah, water. It tastes like sweet Gatorade. Yeah, it's, which is think about salty. That. You mean Gatorade. salty? Yeah, Gatorade. yeah, whatever it is. It's it's but too I, concentrated, like Tommy said. That's like four or five bucks. Yeah, that's true. Versus I have eight drinks for but, ten bucks. But if he dilutes, it goes far. Right? True. Far. <laughs> okay, you're right. Fair. Well, we all had good stuff. <clears> um, <throat> I, I did want to mention, I, I just because you're a new person, I haven't talked to you much about this. Maybe you've heard this on the podcast. I can't remember if I've mentioned this on the podcast. But this is a really weird thing about me. Uh, if I drink heavily one night, the next morning when I have my morning shits, you know, everybody has their, their, their after drinking shits, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I'm, I can be dead sober, you know, maybe, maybe a little hungover. I don't really get head hangovers. Mm-hmm. I get like body just tired. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I go and take 
that's shit. I get re-drunk for 10 minutes. Like, hammered drunk. <laughs> and that's, he's been, he's been telling amazing. me that for years. I, I, I'm not lying about this. Like, I... The, I'll, I'll pop a turd out. Sorry for the podcast if you don't like to hear that, but the, you wouldn't be listening if you didn't know who I was. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'll pop a turd out, and as soon as that turd comes out, I immediately become dizzy. Mm. Like, like I feel like I'm about, like swaying and about to like throw up, puke, hungover, hammered, and then 10 minutes later it goes away. That's so Ever weird. heard of it? No. I've never come across anybody else. <clears throat> kind of sounds like you're broken. Yeah, yeah you're broken. I, so, something's going on where like it like opens up my bloodstream. I was going to say, yeah, it releases it. your endorphins. It's, and it's your like, body just goes haywire. It's like your body encapsulates it in shit. <laughs> and then like it busts open on the way out or something. <laughs> like something weird's going on. Maybe Super a doctor weird. will be able to tell me someday. Yeah, maybe. Have you ever told a doctor about it? I don't know. You should bounce it off one one day. I will. Or, hey, doc. Or, or a nurse friend. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that too. I, I actually have asked nurse friends about that, but they've not known anything. Mm. But maybe like maybe like a colon doctor might have some kind of answer yeah. for me. There you go. All right. So um, the topic. The topic. The topic for this evening is the home buying experience. So recently, this year, um, <clears throat> Red got a house this summer. Yep. Maybe even later. July, July 8th. Okay, so first July. house? First house. That's when you closed was July 8th? July 8th, yep. Okay. That was first house. Um, Tommy <clears throat> is, a, well, he did. He got a house with Claire, and they're going to be moving in next month. Woo! November? No, this of, month. End of this month. End yep. of October. Mm-hmm. And I recently went house shopping and then decided it was a really terrible idea. So you guys, I want to hear all your stories and stuff first, and then we'll talk about it. Before we talk about our thing and everything... Has it been a smooth experience for you? What was it a smooth experience for you? You uh, had three months of being a homeowner. <clears throat> not, I'm not talking about the the since you closed. I'm talking about the purchase up to the closing date. Was it a smooth experience? Yeah, and actually, uh, it was a really smooth experience because I got obviously when you buy a house, you have to get it inspected so that someone can validate how much the house is worth. Yeah, <clears throat> and I bought mine. I, mine was. 250. Uh-huh. It got valued at 251, so everything was fine. They actually valued it 1,000. I, I actually think it was 53, but oh, I, okay. I can't remember. Right. <clears throat> but that's uh, nice to hear. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So the one of the big things was the roof was getting old. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing. Yeah. I learned that. And I was like, okay, well, like, let's negotiate with this price. Because you know you're gonna have to replace. Them. Yeah, and and like let's see, let's. I mean, honestly, let's get him to pay for it. And so, like, you know, because I don't have a lot of spare cash laying around versus <clears throat> he's about to get this fat paycheck. So it would have been fine. And the the roof was $9,000. Mm-hmm. And so basically my... Are you talking about the, the buyer you were negotiating with? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so we negotiated for basically at the end of the day, we would have split the roof mm-hmm. and it would all come out of... Uh, his his half would come out of closing costs, mm-hmm. so I honestly only had to pay for half of the roof. Mm-hmm. But my fiance, nope, wife, nope. What's uh, what's real, realtor? Realtor. <laughs> my realtor and uh, bank guy. Your realtor and housewife. Nope, not e- not even <laughs> housewife. <laughs> who's the who's the, mor- the mortgage broker? Jeez okay. Louise. Yeah. They both. I was like, yeah, well, I can't I can't afford that. Like, you all both know how much money is in my bank account. Mm-hmm. They found some dude that fixed the roof and waited to get paid 
until our closing date, which was literally like two or three weeks later. Mm-hmm. Which a beast. Was amazing. So like, you were able to find some more cash. Yeah, for like, it, to and, pay and him. by the time then, I had plenty of money, right. and it was. I mean, everything went really, really smoothly. I was super nervous that the house wasn't going to be <clears throat> validated mm-hmm. price wise. Yeah, because I was just like, oh god, it's an old house. It's a seventy three, uh-huh. built in seventy three. So I was nervous. And this is in Marietta, right? Yeah. Okay. And it's like in prime time spot, great schools, and that's why I was like, well, it could actually be a turd. But someone, <laughs> a turd of a house. <laughs> someone behind me who wants the area for the schools and for their kids to grow up and yeah. blah, 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 is going to be like, oh well, that's fine. We're just going to bulldoze it anyway. Here's a two hundred fifty thousand dollars cash. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. And so like I was super nervous, but everything worked out really, really smoothly. Mm-hmm. Um, my first mortgage payment wasn't until September. How's that? Uh, just because when I cl- was it September or October. Is it October right now? It yeah. was September. Okay. <laughs> uh, just I guess if you close at earlier in the month, you I don't I don't know I did don't you, know how did you it pay worked a lot out. Of escrow is that why? Was there like a lot of escrow and other down payments that they were reserving? Mm-mm. Huh. It, it it worked out weird because of my closing date or something. Okay. I can't I can't remember the exact reason. So I had two months rent free, uh-huh. which was the tits because yeah. I didn't even live there in those two months. <laughs> yeah. Because I was redoing the ceilings. Okay. Maybe that had maybe it was something they negotiated in the price. I don't I don't I don't know. It was a happy coincidence. Oh, okay. As far All as right. I know, just be the numbers guy that I am. I would I would be freaked out if I wasn't paying and be like, why? I would I would have to know everything about that. I, I but it was the smooth experience. I had, yeah, I had great people take care of me. They're both friends from my my CrossFit gym, and <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, CrossFit is CrossFit. I love it's it. true. So <clears throat> it does make your penis bigger. I mean, it does because it sucks everything else back. Yeah, yeah it makes <laughs> makes everything smaller. <laughs> but yeah, and and yeah, it was very very smooth. Okay, and uh, what kind did you get a two two three two? I got a I got a three two on three, a two? on a basement with a drive with under, a basement with a drive under garage. All right. So mm-hmm. does the the basement is it AC'd and heated? So it counts in your square feet. Yep. Is one of the rooms down there? Or one of the rooms down mm-hmm. there? Okay, so you have a 3-2 with, uh, like, an extra bonus yeah, it's, room. It's called, it's called a ranch ranch on basement or something. Uh-huh. But it's my man cave. Okay, that's what I'm... So, uh, Claire and I bought a 2-2 mm-hmm. with a two-car garage in Brookhaven. So, it's pretty expensive, but it, as a 2-2... I, I asked them immediately, like, what can we do to get a, make this a 3-2? Can we do, like, half the garage renovated into a 3-2? And they have basically said, yeah, no problem, and it's only going to be, like, five to seven grand. Interesting. And hopefully, you know, taking your house from a 2-2 in a prime location to a 3-2 is you're going to get your return on investment just creating that house on a five to $7,000 investment pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So we're really excited about that. We nice. have a bunch of other little small projects that right, we're going right, to do. Right. But I've heard that the thing is, is that you need to do these projects immediately, or otherwise you won't do them. Not, and, and by the way, our roof was one year old. Nice. They just redid the roof. Cool. So, and uh, our realtor said that the inspection came back the cleanest she's ever seen an inspection come back. Interesting. Oh, and one more thing. This is this is actually just for you guys. I was telling Red and Alex, for you listeners, uh, about my weekend I just spent in Cabo for a wedding. Uh Claire and I were down at the pool at the resort in Cabo, and there were these two people down there who were also there for the wedding, but we had never met them before, but we they were just, you know, white people in this Mexican town, so we just kind of started chatting them up, 
and found out they were at, there for the wedding as well. And then the one guy was he, he was in construction or something like that. And I was telling him, oh, I just bought a house. It came back nice, and it's in Brookhaven. And he was like, oh, my friends just uh, sold their house in Brookhaven. And I was like, no oh. way, no. I was way. like, oh, what's their what's their names? And he was just like, uh, so and so. And I was like, we just that's the house that oh, we just bought. That's that is weird. insane in what? Cabo, Mexico. So he was like, yeah, I've been to that house several times. I was like advising them on some of the stuff that they needed to do, and it's super structurally sound. He was like, it's a real shithole. I was yeah. waiting. <laughs> I was they should have bulldozed it. <laughs> I was waiting for him to say something like that, like, oh, the, the basement's shit. It needs even to if be done. even if it were. Hopefully, he'd have the tact not to say. Anything. Yeah, it, oh I think God. he ended up texting her um, and That's saying so cool. like. Hey, we just met your future, your buyers. Uh, they said that they're going to be backing out of the house pretty like just to fuck with her a little bit. Unbelievable. And so that was she shit a brick. That was definitely a small world <clears throat> moment right yep. there. Yep. And uh, anyways, yeah. So that's just a few of the things that. And so far, it has also been a super smooth experience. We went with a local lender. Uh, did you go with the local or big bank? What uh, started out as local, but uh, as most of these things go, they sold out to a big company. Yeah. Who is the one that bankrupted the USA? Um, Bank of America? No. The big, big housing market crash. Oh, was... Sally Mae or Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, all that. Yeah, one, one of them owned, yeah. my, owned my mortgage <laughs> one of those now. annoying <clears throat> names. Yeah. Do you mind if I ask uh, what interest rate you got? Or did you do a, a first home? First yeah, I got, I, yeah. Uh-huh. So you only had to put three and a half down? Three. Three down, okay. But my. M- Interest rate is super low at three seven five. Oh yeah, nice. Uh, we also I got three six two five, but nice. I also or actually I got three five, but I I bought it up, so they actually paid me an extra two k to take my interest rate up another eighth of a point. But interest rates went way down after the summer. Like mm-hmm. they were they were like at the four percent range. Yes, and they ended up being at like the three and a half <clears> we bought. So. You got a good rate, so too. 375 is pretty good. Funny that you say that because when I talked to the realtor and got all like my financial stuff set up, uh, Steven, who is my mortgage guy, <clears throat> called me Friday. He's like, hey, I got you all set up. Here's Your your mortgage is going to be this. We're, you're locked in. I think it was at a 4.02. Mm-hmm. He called me Tuesday, mm-hmm. and he's like, it just dropped to 375, and I'm going to lock you in, and we'll have both nice. options depending on which one works better for you. Yeah. In the long they're run. They're always just trying to get you they're they're giving you options no matter and what. And I, I mean, it was yeah, it was super awesome. Easy peasy. Do you like this stuff? Have you enjoyed learning about it in your pro, in the process? Uh the okay, so I'll be really blatantly honest. Yeah. I know nothing about what I just all those papers I signed. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I I I'm meticulous about reading that mm, kind of stuff. I don't care. <laughs> I, I it's too late now. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Right? All I cared about, honestly, was this is the house that I wanted. It has my garage and my man cave. Somebody yeah. make it happen for me. <clears throat> and the my mortgage is super cheap. What are you doing besides jerking off in your man cave? Uh, Nothing. <laughs> That's all it's yeah, for. Yeah. I need it for my massive dong. <laughs> you know what? Let's. I, I would love to talk about this real quick as a quick aside, right? Because I learned something that you're into that I didn't even know existed. Mm. The whole, the whole coral thing? Masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you do Thank that? Thank you. Um, teach us. <laughs> so, so I'm into a lot of things. I'm I'm building a race car in my garage. I'm full building size? Full size race car. Whoa. 
Um, He's a crazy gearhead. Yeah, yeah, I'm building multiple vintage motorcycles in my garage slash man cave because it's my room. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Oh, you're nice. <clears throat> and oh, also nice. on the, the side of that is, yes, coral propagation, which I'm sure not a lot of people know about because it's a very weird niche kind mm-hmm. of group of people. But essentially, there's a lot of high dollar squishy things out in the ocean when, when we say coral we're <clears throat> literally talking about yeah like coral yeah the great the barrier ocean. reef like yeah. all sorts of stuff yeah um aren't loofahs part coral uh, a loofah is a sponge okay oh, but isn't okay, a sponge so, slightly so coral? uh no i think spo- a sponge is technically an algae okay but don't quote me on that okay i won't but um, yeah. So speculation podcast. Red said sponge is an algae. Yeah. <laughs> <Quoted>. <laughs> on the record. Uh, but yeah. So you, I mean, we'll just use acropora, which is the hard coral that everybody knows. Uh-huh. There's some really, 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 really expensive items out there. One name that just pops in my head is called a Walt Disney, <laughs> which it's it's nothing different. It's just got super cool colors. And uh, it's a kind of this. Yeah, they call it uh, Walt Disney Acapora. 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 I'm sorry. Acapora. Okay. <clears throat> With an A, and it's it's a it's a, I mean it's a plant. Mm-hmm. We'll just call it a plant. It okay. needs needs good good water, good light, and that's really it about it. And some calcium because it's a stony uh-huh, coral. Right. <clears throat> well, let me ask you this, just because this podcast is all about investments and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so. What's your biggest turnaround on a piece of coral? Or do you even sell them? Or are you just collecting? So I'm I'm just now starting to collect. Okay. And I have a, a buddy. His name is Brandon. Ooh, Brandon. What's up, Brandon? <laughs> uh, he runs a, a, a coral shop in Roswell. Mm-hmm. And I went over to his house. I found him on Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I went over there and he's like, hey, like this is like a legit thing. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. You want to shout out the name of his shop? It's actually called Coral Shop. Okay. Look he's, it up. And he's on eBay, right? Yep. On eBay. Well, uh, sort of on eBay now. I think he's kind of leaning off that. But out. He's got a website, badass website. Just redid it. But he has in his basement four 275-gallon frag tanks. Four of them? Four of them. <sighs> okay. And he's been doing it for like, I think, 10 or 12 years now super high-end stuff like the walt disney frag Uh we'll go back to that real quick which is it's a plant sure Uh i just saw today on reef to reef which is a forum an inch stick going for over a hundred something dollars an inch of walt disney going for a hundred dollars yeah and do people buy this and put them in their fish tanks? Instantly, or? yeah. Okay. Fish tanks, yeah, and they let so it grow out. So that's what it's for. Yeah. It's not. It's not for like the. It's not for like the beauty of having a dried up piece of coral. Oh no, it's you, you for no, you want it alive. The beauty okay. of it alive in the tank. Yeah. Once once they die, they're just white. Uh huh. Yeah. Interesting. So are you going like scubaing for this stuff or? No, that's. <clears throat> what are they called? Plugs or spores or what? What is it? I can't remember. Frags. Oh, it it is frags. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And you can get these little things, and you told me how they. Yeah, they like they like little frag. Yeah, the frag disc. It's yeah. it's ah, uh, we can talk about it more. Later, I would love but, to yeah. see your man cave. But, uh, bite us over, please. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I'm setting that whole thing up, and it's just going to be some side money. Mm-hmm. But he quit his job. Mm-hmm. He worked for a. Uh, what is that hotel group? Um, IHG. IHG. Yeah. For years, 
and then he was just like, I can make a ton of money by sitting in my basement. Doing, and not hate my life. Yeah, doing something cool. Mm-hmm. And that's what he does. Cool. Wow. That's really interesting. Salute, Brendan. Yeah. Very nice. That, yeah. That'll be... I, I, I'm super Brandon. interested just to see your start of your collection. I, I'm guessing it's just the start of a collection. Yeah, that? just the start. Okay. Well, and I would <laughs> like to see some... But, like, Brandon's kind of collection, too. It's crazy. I don't think that Claire realizes how necessary a man cave is for me personally i feel like i'm very interested in putting in that third room as soon as possible so i can have a place to game maybe a pool table down there just like a couch with like an extra spot where i can scream at my friends and whatnot if i want to watch tv i mean that room already exists it's called the garage i yeah. i it's not a it's not like i want it an ac room you want, uh, you want heat finished. okay 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 yeah i, I want it finished I, I forget about the air conditioning. Yeah. My garage is under the house, so it stays pretty cool. Okay. Which is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alex, um, I want to hear. Oh, yeah. Let's hear about so your, we had your sobering. Ad- I've had a very experience. smooth experience. Red has had a very smooth experience. Um, I got excited right around the time that I was looking for a house uh, because... I was looking originally looking at a couple townhouses, and then Claire and I kind of decided that we were just going to commit to the to the full thing. Like, Smart. we're going to do it. Let's do it for real. Let's get a house with a yard for our dog, and you know, keep up with it, not have to like deal with HOAs and whatnot, which we don't have any on nice. this nice on this place. So, which is awesome. Me uh, either. Win. Yeah, very big win. Yeah. Um, but then I I sent off a couple of these townhouses that I was super interested in, Alex to Alex. Uh, and said it would be really awesome if you could live near us, and we got excited. So Alex took it, ran with it, uh, looked at a couple houses, and we looked at a lot. You guys were really excited for one week, and then next time I talked to you, like a week later, you were like, "Fuck this process! I'm never getting a house." Oh, hold on, it wasn't the process. <laughs> okay, okay, and and I we did not have a bad experience. <clears throat> okay, by the way, we had a fantastic experience, a little bit too good. So we checked out. We, my initial, I'm going to say my and I a lot, and I mean we and our, Tara and I sort of had this like dream of getting a high rise condo. So that's where it all started. We wanted to get a, a condo and not just one that's like, this is going to sound silly, on the ground, because to me that's just a townhome, even if it's called a condo. I wanted to be high up in the city, whatever, all that stuff, great view. And we checked out a couple of places and... We just realized that you're getting a lot more bang for your buck in terms of square footage and everything else. If you know, if you get a town home or even a regular home, although I, I kind of influenced that decision, correct? Who did whenever you guys said you were yeah, looking at yeah, condo, totally. I was like, why are you not looking at townhouses? Absolutely. Okay. And um, also, Tara and I, out of hand, rode off buying a house because we are lazy. We don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I don't. You can call it whatever you want. I don't have time in my life uh, to to take care of something that's not alive. Like, I don't want to mow a lawn. I which which is to... alive. I don't know if you know, know anything <laughs> about grass. It depends on how long you leave it go and don't do anything for it. But, like, I don't want... later it's just dead. Yeah. I don't want to take care of uh, siding and roofs. And I, neither one of us has an inclination or desire to take care of a house i'm not saying there's anything wrong with it but we don't want to do that so that's very easy we're aligned we're aligned there and then we started focusing almost exclusively on townhomes and we did some pretty extensive research we got connected with an amazing realtor i'm a huge fan of her and i have since promised her i was like we will get a home one day and when we do we're gonna buy it off you but we're not gonna do it right now but anyways 
So went through the whole process and she took out a whole, it was either a Sunday or a Saturday for us. We had like four hours carved out and we, we hit like five or six different homes couple of duds that we wrote off immediately, a couple mm-hmm. of decent ones, and then... When you one, say write off immediately, did you walk in and say, nah, yeah, walk out? Been, never mind. No, 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 we checked it out, okay. but it was like less than five minutes. We don't need to do this, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it was for one reason or another. But we found one place that we wound up really, really liking, and it was it was very... Even though it was older, which we didn't want to get old at first, like 70s, something like that, 80s maybe, uh, it had such an interesting, unique layout. And I was like... Townhouse? Yes. Okay. And I was like, that's very swarby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The fact that it's very different. Because another, another reason I didn't want to get a townhome is because it's very cookie cutter in many cases. Mm-hmm. True. So anyways. What about the one we sent you? I loved that. Tara and I both loved that mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. It, it was cookie cutter though. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it was really cool. It was three floors. Uh, um, the the top floor was like a finished basement, if that makes sense. Right. That was my it favorite was, It was the man cave on top, on top. of the yeah. house. It, it was really neat. It was in great location in Brookhaven and all that. And then we found, unfortunately, our dream home. Uh-huh. We found this one town home that was like, it looked like whatever from the outside, but it was insanely huge. Uh-huh. On the, I think it was like 2,500 square feet or okay. something. And just gorgeous decor, most beautiful I don't, kitchen I've ever seen in my life. Do you still have the link? Yeah. I want to see I it. don't get excited about stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know, until I saw this. It, like, our realtor was like, oh, she was head over heels because mm-hmm. she hadn't been there before. She was in love with it. And the basement was just unbelievable. Like, it was the most man cave-esque man cave of man caves. Mm-hmm. It, everything, everything was amazing. And I got to the point where, like, you know, Tara and I were talking. I was like, I'm going to kill myself if we don't get this house. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what I'll do if I don't God. get this. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> Then, uh, this was a very expensive home, by the way. Uh, one that, I'll, I'll just cut right to it. We can't afford it, mm-hmm. or couldn't afford it. And, you know, I called my dad on the way home, because I don't make any huge, huge, huge decisions about at least hearing my dad out, because mm-hmm. he has a lot of good things to say. Doesn't mean everything's gospel truth. I just get his advice. And my dad is wise, because as he's gotten older and I've gotten older, he knows not he knows not to tell me not to do something, because mm-hmm. that will achieve the opposite. Exactly. Yep. He just told me the facts <clears throat> and how girl. it was and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, I said, well, I said, we're going to talk to the broker and, and all that stuff, because it can't hurt. We can take this as far as we want up to making an offer. So sure enough, we did that. Everything was fine. Great experience, but... As it turns out, our mind was sort of uh, made up for us because when you're self-employed, you have to, in order to declare your income, unless you work with a specialized broker, which they do have them nowadays because there's so many startups and people doing what I do, you have to have two years of experience being self-employed in mm. order to, to make that work. I do so remember seeing that. And even though Tara does very well, it's still, because this house was very expensive, it wasn't enough, especially with her debt and her, you know, her, mm. uh, her loans every month, so ultimately we didn't get approved for that unless we got another co-signer and we didn't even look into that because Mm -hmm. after we had a night to sleep on it it was like we almost made the biggest mistake of our lives Mm -hmm. and that is the one thing that my dad did know you know he knows what buttons to push on me he was like alex i just hope you realize that if you take on a home of that price at this time in your life he's like all your your trips to japan and las vegas and all the traveling you and tara love to do he's like that's that all comes to an end. Mm-hmm. And it made me realize that 
objectively, when you are a homeowner and you owe on that home, you are a slave to that home. And it made me realize because, except when it comes to women, I have a fear of commitment. (laughs) I've never had a problem with women. But jobs, living situations, cities, I don't let much grass grow under my feet. And that, I was signing a God knows how long death sentence of all, you're exchanging your freedom. Yep. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong way to do this. This is what you guys needed and wanted at this point in your lives. Tara and I aren't ready for it yet. We, we want the freedom. And the other thing that I always keep telling everybody, I'm like, oh, I'm sick of throwing away money and getting nothing for it in return, which is rent, renting an apartment. So is paying for interest on a mortgage, literally throwing away money for nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird because also all my life, I've always told people, I'm like, I don't understand how people get into credit card debt. And I'm not criticizing anybody who has credit card debt who's listening. But my theory is if you can't afford something, don't buy it. If you can't go swipe a debit card and achieve the same thing, you can't afford it. And we do it because it's cash back. You know, we pay our credit cards off every month. But a home is in a way no different. And I'm not saying that if you're looking to buy a $400,000 house, you need to have $400,000. But ideally, that would be amazing. I would love to buy a house and be like, I've been saving for a long time. Here, I'm I'm buying this house. Right now, it was not in the cards for me and Tara. That's my spiel. All right. So now that I've heard that, um, here's what I do. I'll I'll say two things. Number one, you're right. You're not building the equity as fast as people say like you are throwing away most of your money towards insurance uh interest um how property tax all that stuff and it depends on how much you put down too mm-hmm. yeah and really and what i did find out with this whole process is the more you put down like people are like oh you need to put 20 percent down so you don't have pmi it's doesn't make a huge difference. Like I would like originally we were gonna put like forty thousand dollars down on this house that T- Claire and I bought, which is close to ten thousand. It was a mid four hundred thousand dollar house that we got, and I was like, I, "That's that's like I've been that's most of my savings. Like I have a really fat savings account, and I and I and I want like to have some of that for future trips and whatnot." Mm-hmm. Um, and then I looked at putting 5% down instead of that 10%, and which I can do, luckily, because I'm in a good situation where I have good credit. Um, it, the, 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 the monthly payment only changed by, like, a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. And I was like, so for to have, like, an extra 20 grand in my account and to pay, like, 100 or $200 less a month or more a month, fuck it's, it. It's nothing, yeah. Yeah, totally. So is this your first house as well? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I We did not go with the FHA because... We have good credit, and mm-hmm. it didn't really do, like, it didn't save us anything. Right, okay. And we ended up putting 5% down. So, yeah. so yes, I do agree with you that there are more expenses than you think. Like, you are throwing away quite a bit of money still. But who's to say that if you get the same payment as your rent payment, sure. for, as your house payment, yeah. why, why can't you do that? Well, again, I am not trying to convince anybody of anything yeah i'm saying that for us we don't want to be homeowners right mm-hmm. now uh we both want the flexibility that if all of a sudden we get sick of atlanta in five years which i don't think is going to happen we are paying for the ability to, to do pack that. up and move to seattle yeah or whatever so <clears throat> i had the same sort of vision i was like this is i mean it's it's a first home it's nothing special mm-hmm. i love it mm-hmm 
<clears throat> it needs a lot of updating. But, and I was like, you know, in five years, who knows where I'll be? Yeah. And my order's like, okay, that's fine. We'll you and everybody else. Redo the kitchen, redo the bathrooms, and we'll sell it for 300 and plus thousand dollars, ideally. And you'll get that money back to buy your next one. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I kind of disagree with us throwing away our money at this point. Unless your house is perfect. Like, you want to mm-hmm. add a, a third room, which will add value to your home, mm-hmm. which wasn't there originally. Mm-hmm. So, you spent $7,000. Your home is now $20,000 more value-wise. Yeah. You'll get that money back. That's how I'm looking at it. And and at the same time, like, for, for somebody who's so interested in investment... And do you, nothing is forever. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. it is intense to like that. That's you can that sell the house or rent you can, it out. You can sell the house, rent that, rent out the house, whatnot. I mean, there's. I I'm not gonna lie. It's gonna take work, and you're gonna have to set up contracts, and you're gonna have to like put you know time into making sure the house is in shape and whatnot, which is significant. And I understand. We're not ready for any of that. And I that's understand it. that, right? <laughs> so, but I also want you to never. I, I don't want you to be because like, I saw that glimmer in your eye when I was talking to you about like why aren't you guys purchasing? I I don't want you to lose that glimmer. Like, don't be turned off by how much of a commitment it is because it's probably not as big as you think. Well, I it just it's all opinion based. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I neither of us want that mm-hmm. <laughs> for the foreseeable future. Yeah. That being said, I change my mind all the time. Mm-hmm. We ch- and we're both completely open to that. Maybe we will want that in, in five years or, or or two years or seven years. It doesn't matter. It's just, I guess, my my big thing that I want to tell, especially our younger listeners, mm-hmm. because I think I would like to say that generally we're a pretty good influence. Mm-hmm. It's, I, you know, I hope we're not tooting our own horn too yeah. much, but we're pretty open-minded level-headed thinkers and try and give lots of different perspectives and ideas and everything. And my important message is don't do something because you feel like, Oh, I'm society. The status quo. That. Exactly. Yeah. I'm 29. I should have a house. No, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm only 28. Uh, yeah. I'm 32. <laughs> you I should ass. be married. <laughs> no, doesn't matter. Nothing, literally nothing matters. You should do what you want to do with your life and carve out your own path and not worry about any sort of outside pressures or, you know, societal pressures, whatever it is. Like, all I, the one thing that I know beyond the shadow of a doubt is Tara and I are nowhere near ready to buy a, a, an actual home and mm-hmm. have that level of commitment. We're not interested in it. And we will not take that step until we're damn well ready to do that. Mm-hmm. That's all. And I just want to make sure that everybody understands you have that option. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I mean... Nobody's, tell, nobody's telling anybody they have to buy a house. Yeah. I think that the easier thing is to say, yeah, keep renting for the rest of your life. The hard part, the hard thing to do is to buy the house. So yeah. I get that. Yeah. But um, I hope in a year, whenever Red and I both have had a full year under our belt, we can come back to you and be like, we'll have part two. It. Yeah, we fucked up or we did great. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> do it or don't or do it. Or maybe 50-50. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. But but even if you both have incredible experiences, that might not apply to my life True. or anybody else's. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's I guess that's the bigger picture here is like, Make your own way and do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Always. I hope and, I, go ahead. No, no, you go. Well, so <clears throat> I have a really weird moving out. Move, I moved into a duplex in Sandy Springs. We were paying a ton of money for it. Your story's amazing, yeah. I literally lived there for a month. We signed a, uh, what is, a 16, 18-month contract to be there. This so, was renting? Mm-hmm. 
place was a shithole. Mm-hmm. Like, you can you can shine a turd up all you want, but at the end of the day, it is a piece of shit still. Yeah. And week two or three, <clears throat> I mean, we week one, there is just this awful smell in the house. Oh, boy. Non-stop. Somebody dead? No. Oh. Worse. <laughs> Worse. I think. Yeah. I I had rented a uh, carpet cleaner. The hard, the hardwoods were downstairs, so like you can't do anything about that. Cleaned the whole house. Still stunk. Uh, turns out the previous owner was a hoarder. Uh-huh. The whole house was just full of shit. She had a also she I think it was a Great Dane uh-huh. that she never walked. She let it shit in the basement and piss and shit downstairs. We learned from the neighbor that. They had to redo the woods twice in that house because it smelled so bad in there. What the hell? On week two and a half, we had a, I wouldn't say it was a terrible rainstorm, but it was a substantial rain. The basement flooded. Oh, no. There's, I like, you know, okay, it's it's flooded. Like, can't do anything about it. Like, one of those floods that i opened the garage door and water ran out of the house was there turds floating in the water no but there was all sorts of black mold that started Uh we called our landlord was like hey we're out of here yeah sorry sorry dude that's when you decided to buy the house yeah and one thing was that like that week one i was like oh like he had all sorts of like home depot special was this house like that doorknob over there was chrome the one behind me is black yeah. all the hinges are gold there's no like, theme yeah and it was just like oh well, okay so i'm gonna start taking these off re- redoing it painting them blah 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 blah. and shannon's like uh you can't do that mm-hmm. and i'm like bullshit hell, I can't. <laughs> i'm i'm paying top dollar for this house yeah. i want it to look good and he's and she's like well you can't and at that moment i was like fuck i need a house <laughs> like that's I don't want to be put in a box. Yeah. yeah. If I if I want to tear this wall down, guess what? Yeah. That wall's going bye bye. Yeah. And that was a really cool thing about buying a house. Yeah. That motherfucker is mine, and I can do whatever I want with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's also something I'm looking forward to is, and I know Claire's looking forward to just styling it how we want to, mm-hmm. putting in what we want to, having people over and doing what we want to. Yeah. You know, no no neighbor bullshit that you got to deal with. Noise was always my number one thing for wanting to have my own home. Mm-hmm. I, I have always wanted to be able to blast movies and video games oh, okay. at like 80% max volume <laughs> and not worry about neighbors. And in fact, uh, maybe this makes me a shitty neighbor. It probably <laughs> does. But I always, I have this asshole saying that I do. Um, if somebody ever has a noise complaint or if I ever hear somebody knocking on the ceiling, which it doesn't happen often. But it's happened here. Yeah, to me. I just yell... Buy a house. Yeah. <laughs> like, you well, are, true, yeah. you're in a shared living space. Yeah. When people make noise, I don't, I, know. I mean, it's annoying, but it's like, it is you're in a shared is. living space. Yeah. Fucking deal with it. If right. you don't like it, you need to go buy a house. Yep. And if you can't afford it, that's not my problem. Right. Like, yeah, it's just annoying. But I look forward to the day that you buy a house, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I, whenever that is. Yeah, I, I look forward to it too, because whenever we do it, it'll it'll be the right time. It just mm-hmm. wasn't the right time now. Just make, Understood. Just make sure in your man cave that you got a bar. Oh. Wet bar. Come on. Yeah, come on, dude. <laughs> Even the, the places that dream home had <sighs> so a, does, a wet bar. So does mine. That's amazing. So we're coming over to your house soon. Yeah, well, I'm having a huge uh, housewarming. Red. Parte. It's been a pleasure. Oh, nice to meet you, finally. Nice to meet you. Nice talking with you. And I'm sure this is not the end, but the beginning. Yeah. Uh, very much so. You're welcome anytime, so. Red. Anytime you want to come back on the show. Well, I don't know much about anything, so... 
Perfect. Neither do we. Yeah, we, we act like we do, but we know bullshit. <laughs> See ya. Cheers. Bye-bye. The only gargoyle you're gonna need is the one. No, that's mine. Dick face. <laughs>